Welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. I'm Georgia. And I'm Merlene. Happy New Year, everyone! We're back! Welcome to Season 2 of Full Circle Podcast. Yay! We're so excited. Welcome back. Um... Yeah, so it's been a month. <laughs> it's been about a month, yeah, right? Since we Almost last weeks. recorded. Yeah, it's so crazy. I can't believe it already, but we yeah, out here. and flies. A, mm-hmm, it's a new year, and mm-hmm. it's a new season. Season two. Season you guys two. weren't expecting us to be back, but we're back. <laughs> I know that's a lie. We literally said. We literally we said. We're coming back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still getting used to this, guys. Right. Getting back into the swing of things, you know how it be. Right, you know how it be. Back to school, back to work. True. Back yeah, to how's that back going to life. for you? Um, for me, I've been really liking it. We had the extended break, so yeah. Oh, right. Mhm. So we just o- we only had one week of school so far. It was chill because you know it's just the first week of school. But right. I actually really like all my classes. So I'm very excited Yay. to do some. Yeah, learning. <laughs> wow for once someone's enthusiastic right? to learn exactly it's it's weird but i'm excited how about you That's georgia good yeah um can't say the same because <laughs> actually no that's a lie i'm i'm a bit more interested about the classes i'm learning mm-hmm. now because they're like more niche to food science so right. it's like ah. Oh, Finally, the TCA cycle is gone. Really? Ugh, so lucky. Uh, I mean, eventually it might <laughs> come up, like, in one lecture or two, but right. we'll see, we'll see. But <laughs> I had a lab today in person, so that was nice. I got to meet Ooh, some of my classmates for the first time. That's so exciting. In person. So, yeah, it was really nice. It was nice to, like, interact with people. Mm-hmm. And it was actually interesting, too, because I kind of, like, dissected the whole day of socializing mm-hmm. and I was like wait I'm literally that person like I was like <laughs> I was so enthusiastic about like talking to people I was just like oh where are you from like right, it's just like it's right. so refreshing to like meet someone new and to ask them um like where they're from like their background and everything and it just like brought me back to like remember like the first day of class when you would literally ask everyone like oh, I was what's your name? literally where are you from? just gonna say that yeah yeah and that's just like the most fun i don't know if it's i guess for me it's fun because i'm like i love like just talking to people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so yeah it just brought me back to my first day of like university when like you just literally talk to everyone and then you never talk to them for the rest of the year <laughs> literally they're just like, like your first day of class school <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 oh i love so, that yeah that was nice but I only have to go into the lab twice this semester. So oh, really? Aw, so you're yeah. already one out of two. Like, you're yeah, already halfway. Yeah, already one out of two. <laughs> uh, so sad. You have cooking labs, right? Yeah, I have to go in every other week. And, yeah, I'm going in this Thursday, so I'm, I'm excited. Oh, that should be fun, see though. see real people! Just like cooking you. Cooking labs are so fun, too. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I can't believe it, like actually doing a cooking lab like my other labs before were like chemistry you know titrations and all this stuff mm-hmm. and i'm so uninterested but right, right. yeah now i actually get to like cook like that's so cool oh. it's gonna take me back to like food um right, food right, classes right. days you know <laughs> yeah i took a cooking lab once and it was 
the highlight of my entire time at McGill. <laughs> like, it's just so fun because you actually eat the food and it's True. like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is so fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. It actually reminds me of it because we did like an intro class where they go over like the rules and stuff and mm. they're like, oh, if you forget your apron, like you lose one mark. If you don't tie up <gasps> wow. your hair, you lose oh. one mark. Like if, it's literally... if your ankles are exposed, <laughs> you won't be allowed into the lab. Yeah. It's like high, oh, just reminds me of high school. So funny. Oh, good times. <laughs> yeah. I miss people. I miss being outside of my home for sure yeah like I only have seven people in my lab because it used to be 14 I think Mm. per lab but because of COVID right they had to right make some adjustments but yeah anyway only had five people in the lab too really like the 22 (laughs) people that would be in a lab exactly Georgia out here talking to each and every (laughs) one of those five people (laughs) making the best out of it I love it yeah um anyways Mm -hmm. that is a little intro into how our past two weeks have been yes yes Um, yes. we're still deep in covid restrictions Mm -hmm. so we're still not able to record in person Person. but it is okay we will make do as we said before Mm -hmm. um today's topic yes yes is you probably saw in the title (laughs) boba liberalism and why subtle asian traits can be problematic yes yes who would have thought i know right like (laughs) honestly when we first joined the group it was so like you wouldn't think so because it's like everyone was really Mm -hmm. excited to join it right right it was like this new group where it's like all asians can reunite over like funny memes and you know Mm -hmm. things that we can relate to but then Mm -hmm. after doing research more into this topic shout out to re for introducing it to us right yeah there's actually this whole toxic side so we're gonna get into that today Mm -hmm. yeah so some um context and background info Mm -hmm. What is boba liberalism or slash a boba liberal? Yeah. Um, so it was actually coined from the Twitter user. His name is, I believe, Diaspora is Red. Mm. Um, he defines it as thinking that the university key club, <laughs> guilty, <laughs> guilty. And a- API, um, which is Asian slash Pacific Islander student associations, will lead the way in fighting for the dignity of the Asian diaspora. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll use the term Asian diaspora throughout uh, this episode, but it's kind of defined as encompassing essentially those who grow up outside of the country of their ancestry. So that includes Asian Canadians, Asian Americans, Asian Australians, Asians from the UK, etc. It's wanting to connect, reconnect with your roots by drinking bubble tea, getting added to subtle Asian traits, and organizing fundraisers for your Asian student association, but never studying your history and feeling solidarity with your homeland against imperialism. It's a sweet, popular thing. It's not very offensive, but it's also not that good for you from a health point of view. All sugar, no <laughs> substance. Um, and so, yeah, people really praise loving bubble mm-hmm. tea and kind of see it as this, like, overarching definition of being asian right kind of use it as a personality trait like i Mm -hmm. think (laughs) ever since the boom of subtle asian traits like people started putting bubble tea enthusiasts i love bubble tea in their tinder bios and their instagram bios and their captions um Mm -hmm. i mean it's okay to like it we're not shitting on the fact that we love it (laughs) yeah we we actually had it on sundays so (laughs) we love bubble tea but i think 
the whole point of it is that no one kind of goes into like the nuances and mm-hmm. kind of like the history and the the social context of bubble tea maybe not bubble tea specifically but right. your asian identity yeah, and so, so bobo liberalism is kind of used in um a negative connotation and it's definitely mm-hmm. used more so in the states i think it's very new or honestly i've never heard anyone say or use the term bobo liberalism Mm-hmm. in canada it's all like all over twitter <laughs> and sure. it's most of the times these are all like americans mm-hmm. um so yeah but some canadian context to it is that for canada's main five political parties there's the liberal which is center left conservative center right ndp which is further left and then the bloc Quebecois and green party which are irrelevant to the topic but ndp is kind of similar to the leftist twitter which is mm-hmm. kind of what diaspora as a bread is like aimed towards like his content mm-hmm. on twitter is kind of more towards like the leftist side so it would be similar to like ndp in canadian terms mm. but yeah asian left twitter i recently learned about what it was <laughs> and um yeah i guess we'll kind of go into it too because it's more so popular in the states right so there's a lot of like american political jargon when mm-hmm. i was first reading the article that rihanna sent us right. i was so lost Same. Um, because i genuinely did not know a lot of the terms that they use right. um and i i think it's fair for us not to know all mm-hmm. these terms because right. they're so centered around like american politics right. and i don't think like far left and like far right politics have been a strong force in Canada like we're mm. I mean this is also very political and <laughs> I don't really want to go into the, like political like the political side of it but the liberal and conservative parties are pretty center left or right so yeah it's a lot to unpack for sure definitely yeah and we're gonna leave the articles we read um to prepare mm-hmm. for this podcast today in our show notes so if you're interested check it out right right um, I also listened to the podcast mm-hmm. that the person who coined this term made, mm-hmm. and I was even more lost right. because there were so many terms like radical politics, socialism, <laughs> leftist versus liberal democracy, mainstream politics, capitalist realism, mm-hmm. um, how you should be more critical about Bernie Sanders, AOC, and Andrew <laughs> Yang. And I was like, why am I so invested in American <laughs> politics when I literally am not really familiar with politics in general? Like, I think I'm just like too, digging too deep into this topic where I should kind of be looking at looking at it in, as a bigger picture. Mm. And so, yeah. That's Do okay. you have any personal experience with it? Um. I think, oh, sorry, just to finish off what you were saying or just adding to it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say, because you know how you were researching a lot about this, I think it's mm-hmm. important to stay educated, even though you we might not really necessarily understand the political jargon that was involved right. in all these articles. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, I think the bigger picture for us is just like, understanding why this is a problem and so I think I can talk a little bit about my personal experiences and then Georgia can talk about her personal experiences too okay yeah so I'll talk a little bit about my experiences with um boba liberalism mostly in like university I kind of saw this more not really in high school but in Mm -hmm. university I would see like a bunch of clubs um on campus kind of not really advocating for certain like asian community issues but just kind of surface level stuff like oh we're gonna sell bubble tea in order to like (laughs) raise money 
(laughs) but it's like do you know what you're even like raising money for you know like it was a really popular thing like people just want to buy bubble tea and it would like make their club more like well known Mm. too it's like oh did you know x club is like Selling bubble tea. Yeah, selling like sing fu tang, like oh, right, go, go right. get your sing fu tang, yeah. you know. Nothing wrong with sing fu tang. No, though. we're not you, shitting on sing fu tang. No, they make great bubble yeah. tea. But <laughs> what I'm trying to get True. at is that like there's no digging deeper into right. like solving the issue or like becoming more aware, and mm. I think that's what the issue is like. Yeah, um, I think they pride themselves on like things that they find in common. Like, oh, I love drinking soju. Like, I love drinking bubble tea. And <laughs> oh, did your mom also force you to go to Kumon? True, like, you know, true, true, very true. surface level stuff. Right. And I think that yeah, it that's what I notice a lot. And I yeah. I'm pretty sure for those of you that are listening, you kind of see the same thing that mm-hmm. a lot of Asians in university kind of just grab onto things that right. they can, like, easily talk about, but they don't really want to dive deeper into, like, harder issues to, you know, right, discuss. Yeah. Because it's not really, yeah. like, a fun thing to talk about, you know? Of it's, course. like, a harder thing, too. Like, it's easy right. for us to be like, what's your favorite bubble tea drink? But not yeah. really, like, talk about... Um, a hard thing that's going on like for example right. like the philippines typhoon like that you know that's a hard topic or like um a lot of immigrants being like deported and stuff like that like those are hard stuff mm-hmm. to talk about and it's not the first right. thing you're going to say to someone yeah. when you first meet them <laughs> at a, like an yeah. icebreaker <laughs> event. yeah so, so sometimes like those topics the most the shallow ones are the easiest mm-hmm. to connect on so it, for it, sure. it only makes sense that like those are the really popular topics to talk about right. um but yeah i think a lot of these clubs kind of put more energy towards organizing these events without really caring too much about where the where like the money's going or something you know like not like mm-hmm. being aware about certain topics it's kind of just like oh we raised x amount for this um and then that's it like that's all you hear about the topic Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's like, I guess for us because that's been our our experience mm-hmm. in university. That's kind of all that we've seen it in, um, and I right. think because subtle Asian traits kind of blew up um, in university that yeah, it's just true. so prevalent with the people our age too to kind of just hop onto the train and you know not dig deeper within their own identity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we have the same experiences kind of both at Asian clubs and I'd say like I don't really know if there's a lot of people who are like aware of this mm. so it's only fair that they aren't doing more to kind right. of learn yeah um so I don't blame them too no no I don't blame them yeah. but then like if you are aware of these issues and you're still kind of just priding yourself or priding your right. club on like these surface level things then I think that's the problem yeah, I agree. Uh, since I, I, I mentioned subtle Asian traits, I think that's a good segue into the second part of this episode, which is mm-hmm. why subtle Asian traits can be problematic. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, so there's like, it's kind of controversial, but I think a lot of people aren't really aware of that. So the Facebook group um, has almost 2 million members, which is crazy. Wow. And it's, yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot, and it's famous for, you know, their memes, posts, mostly based on 
the experiences of Asians from Western diasporas. And it was initially created by several Asian Australian friends for their social circle in 2018. And the reason why it's controversial is that the posts tend to echo the same distinct cultural backgrounds, beliefs, and behaviors. And what we mean by this is that a lot of the times the memes are kind of geared um, towards middle or upper middle class households and not Mm -hmm. so much like lower income households. And everyone's personality trait for some reason seems to be loving boba, excelling in (laughs) academics, having tiger parents, being forced into the medical field, the toxic parenting, loving raves, anime, K-pop, etc. You know it. Right. But the thing is, is that it's kind of very exclusive because you're only centering around your jokes towards like people that experience these things and more so it's people that are more well off that would have the opportunity to even like um, be enrolled in like extra math classes or you know to even pursue medical school which is so so expensive yeah yeah this kind of like goes hand in hand with boba liberalism I think what Mm -hmm. we mentioned earlier the like overarching idea of boba liberalism is having surface level takes yeah and kind of in subtle asian traits and and the definition of bubble liberalism was all sugar no substance and i i guess it's also difficult in a group of over like two million members to kind Mm of like what we said earlier go into like deeper topics and all those things and i think that's why that that larger page has had a lot of controversy because of as much as it is like relatable to a lot of people it still is very in- inclusive exclusive, exclusive. yeah <laughs> exclusive sorry <laughs> exclusive to a lot of people <laughs> um, so we'll jump into our first question how and when mm-hmm. did you join and what were your initial thoughts i i want to say i was there since the beginning i think it was right. a friend of mine it was like in november of 2018 or something this was like second year my friend was like oh are you in subtle asian trades and i was like oh no what's that and then like she added me and i literally like 600 out of like 1400 of my facebook friends were all in it and i was right. like holy because like i guess most of my facebook friends are all asian so it was so interesting to see everybody in one place because mm-hmm. there were so many people and it kept, like kept growing every day and right. then when i saw all the memes and all the relatable posts i was like holy crap like dang this is so me and then this is when i kind of started <laughs> to learn more about my identity and started to realize that my issues weren't just exclusive to just me like yeah. there were so many people who were all the reasons we mentioned like mm-hmm. toxic parenting you know <laughs> excelled academically and all mm-hmm. the things um but there were a lot of memes and posts that like i wouldn't relate to like specifically east asian ones like chinese and like korean and japanese memes Mm-hmm. I could not relate to obviously and so yeah. there was that side of it but I mean it's a it's a subtle Asian trait so it's not <laughs> like I'm blaming those people for posting about their own specific experience that was the whole point of it yeah um but I didn't really know about this whole like opposition slash controversy mm-hmm. until until recently and so I naturally got curious and learned more about why it can be problematic so yeah it's just interesting because at first I didn't think it was problematic 
I kind of just like saw it as like a relatable meme page and didn't really take it too seriously. So I guess in my perspective, like in the grand scheme, it had like a, a positive impact. But I can, I guess for me, I also don't take things too literally and I mm. try not to like dive too deep into things on the internet because mm-hmm. I guess that could like take a toll on my brain and my thoughts. So I just choose not to. But I mean, after learning about why could be problematic to a lot of people it it was just mind-blowing yeah for sure what about you yeah same with me like when I first joined I was like wow look at this page like this is so amazing like I thought of it in Mm -hmm. such a positive light yeah like I didn't think of it as harmful at all until learning Mm -hmm. more about it recently but yeah when I first joined I was like wow, a place where I feel like I belong, like all these people are relating to the same things I went through. Mm -hmm, And like, mm -hmm. it's so cool because then you kind of like meet people too. Like, right. Yeah, there was a lot of mutual friends on there. Um, Yeah, so there's like a lot of mutual friends and it was cool seeing other people and like, it's always fun, like, tagging your friends in it, too. Like, yeah. the memes and feeling like, oh, these are things we connect with or mm-hmm. connect on. So, yeah, like Georgia, I saw it as a positive thing. But now looking more into it, I can see why it can be offensive or exclusive. Mm-hmm. And so being more aware of that has made has made my view on the page definitely more, like, leading towards the negative side. But right. like Georgia, I don't take things too literally on the internet because I don't like mm-hmm. to like dive into stuff. But yeah. I think it's good to like push yourself to be like get out of your comfort zone and understand um, that things can be negative and True. learn from that instead of just always being on the surface and not really caring mm-hmm. about, like too much about things because I think that's when you grow if you like look more into stuff and see the other right. side. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. True. I think there has definitely been a lot of good that has come out of it. And mm-hmm. there's, as we say, like a lot of problematic issues. Right. Um, I say one point is subtle Asian dating that has arose from subtle Asian traits. Um, that was so hot. Like that was so trendy. Like everybody was posting their friends. But with that came a lot of like, I guess, internalized racism with um a lot of the bios like some people would put like i only date white guys because x or i don't Mm -hmm. date um indians because x or like just certain like phrases that they they don't realize are like traits of like internalized racism until Mm -hmm. they like or they just unknowingly write it out Mm -hmm. um and so there was a lot of also very kind of homophobic and fat phobic posts mm. and a lot of the comments sometimes they get silenced too because wow. they can like cause spicy discourse and mm. obviously with the mods they don't want to like have a big blow up of comments and people arguing and so they kind of like just cut it off entirely wow um and so yeah i've seen a lot of posts that are like now when i look back i'm like mm. that is so cringe mm. True. But obviously at the time, it's like, ooh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> 4.0, Stanford, happy. Right. Like, all these traits that, like, wow, am I supposed to praise you? Like, I don't right. know. Like, yeah. at the time, obviously, it was like, oh, my God. And you tag your friends. And it's just, like, everyone who gets the most comments are so popular versus, right. like, people who don't get the most comments. You know, I can only imagine what that does for someone who puts yeah. himself out there or – a friend puts their friend out there Mm -hmm. and then for them to get like comments about 
certain things it's just like so so harmful yeah like i didn't ask for this <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. oh my gosh so true i think like also like silencing things and like um kind of shutting off the comments is not okay too because it doesn't allow for discussion because there might be exactly. something that someone said that was offensive but you can't even like comment and being like hey like right. that wasn't okay yeah. and stuff like that yeah. so that's kind of controversial too um, I agree. I never actually joined SAD, Central really? Asian Dating. Yeah, because at that point, I was already in a relationship. So oh. I didn't f- feel the need to. But then I remember people talking about it or they will screenshot and post it on their story. Like, aha, look what I saw. Or like, they'll send it to me or something right. personally. So I did get glimpse a glimpse of what the page was like. But yeah, mm-hmm. I can definitely sense that it's a negative space because a lot of people probably yeah. shot down or some people probably felt so good you know if they got so many likes comments yeah, yeah. whatever but then i can only imagine like you were saying like the people that didn't get so much attention and how that would yeah. make them feel it's such a public yeah, like, space and like so many right. people yeah so exactly like there were a few posts where um like sometimes people would auction themselves off and that wow. takes a lot of courage right, right. and there would be people who in the comments who would make jokes about what they like their their like appearance and like the way they like write their caption mm. and it's just like you're in such a public space like don't be so mean like comments can hurt people exactly uh just sometimes social media can be toxic yeah it's so messed up but anyway, I don't know how that page is doing now, but I hope right. that it's, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely, died, it's definitely died off for sure. Okay, or at least good. I'm not getting any notifications or there's like, <laughs> I don't see it as much as my, on my feed. So. Right, right. Yeah. That's probably a but, good thing. People are like understanding that I it's agree. not a safe space. So they're like, okay, yeah. bye. But I, I think there's been, there probably has been a, a couple, like couples that have gotten together because of it. Mm. I don't know success stories (laughs) there has been success stories that's for sure wow yeah but yeah there has been a lot of good that has come out of um subtle asian traits like all the subgroups that Mm -hmm. has arose like subtle asian dating as much as we shit on it people (laughs) come together i guess yeah um but there's also (laughs) subtle asian networking i'm in that one i find i think all of these like smaller groups that have arose wait i'm in it allow- too what am i saying <laughs> i was like wait that's awesome i'm sure like, i wait. added you into it wait you did i don't yeah, know why i didn't I did. register I did. in my brain at the time and i said oh that's cool <laughs> eileen's in it i'm so. in it it's yeah, really great think- such a supportive it's- like um yeah group. exactly yeah, i love it yeah i think all of these smaller groups have allowed for more discussion that you can't have in subtle asian traits mm-hmm. and allows for like more discourse about certain topics and it's right. just it's more niche. such a good space it's, it's a better right, exactly. space instead of like spamming asians oh subtle asian traits because it's such a huge mm-hmm. group these groups right. are way more niche so you can just focus on things that those exactly. people are more passionate about instead of getting right. like all this other extra <laughs> excess stuff. yeah 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 like subtle asian networking i think has mm-hmm. done really well Subtle Asian yeah. cooking and Subtle Asian eats. Oh my god, I love those pages. They're the <gasps> those best. Are They're so, so good. So Some people are so creative, right? Some yeah. people are so creative with their recipes, and oh, I just like drool every time I, I see a good. Post I literally or, drool. Oh, <laughs> and I so take good. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we share. We like, share the drooling. The, 
Yeah, exactly. All the recipes, especially at the beginning of quarantine where people were like baking right? and everything yeah. and trying out recipes. There were so many that I just like was so like hesitant Intrigued. to do it myself because yeah. damn, these people are so creative. For sure. It yeah. looked like there was it a- looks Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say like it looks so professional too cuz people right. put a lot <laughs> of like work into it and they'll like take so true. the photo yeah, take a photo using their DSLR and make the product right. look like restaurant level and it's like what they made in their home yeah and then when you make it at home it's like you're like oh that did not look like the photos uh, okay where (laughs) did i go wrong here (laughs) oh yeah love those pages there's also Mm -hmm. asian creative network i recently joined that one yeah um i got added by georgia (laughs) (laughs) great um subtle filipino traits and subtle viet Mm -hmm. traits i've been both (laughs) Oh, okay, did you to the Filipino one? No, but I would love to know. <laughs> I'd love. I'll add you. I'll add you that one. That one is more niche. Obvi- oh, obviously, these are all more niche. But I right. think there's been a lot of good discussion, and I don't know about the Viet one, but in the Filipino one, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of good discourse that I have not heard of before. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the the use of the term Philippine X. Have you seen oh. that around? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. There's been. Or I've read threads about people talking about it and. It's actually interesting, too, because in the Subtle Filipino Traits page, there's people that are from the Philippines, mm-hmm. like, born and raised in the Philippines. Right. Even though, I mean, yeah, it's just interesting because mm-hmm. there's, like, two differing sides, and right. most of the times the people from the Philippines are saying, uh, it's a whole debate, but they say, <laughs> like, don't don't use Philippinex, but then the people from the oh. States or, like, Western diasporas are like, no, it's more inclusive, you should use the word Philippinex. Oh. Um, interesting so yeah it's a whole it's a whole debate but i would never have learned that had i not joined that group and there's been a lot of other right. topics too that people talk about mm. um so yeah and also subtle asian mental health i think oh, has done awesome. a lot of good yeah. too i think a lot mm-hmm. of these topics that are becoming more normalized mm-hmm. and people are talking about it in these groups oh i was recently joined subtle asian activists I haven't really oh. looked at a lot of the posts there, but, um, yeah, interesting. It's when you join these groups that you're, you kind of learn more about other experiences and other stories yeah, and that, and you just kind community. of, yeah, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. in my way, a form of activism. <laughs> yeah. But that I think is the main good that has come out of the bigger group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love those groups cause I feel like the smaller groups, people are way nicer, more supportive. Yeah, I don't know why, I agree. but like, yeah, with subtle um, Viet traits, everyone's like so nice to each other. Like they're like, oh, we're all Viet's. Like we need to yeah. look out for each other, and they'll like talk more about the history and like issues that are happening mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like the Filipino one, and they'll have like super funny memes. And I think like the memes are more inclusive than so of Asian course, traits. Yeah. yeah, like these ones, like. It can be of all sort of like socioeconomic levels, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that's funny. But anyway, <laughs> for yeah. sure, that's definitely one Love. of the best pros of subtle Asian traits. Right. Yeah. Another pro that came out of um, subtle Asian traits is, yeah, like before this page, there wasn't really a common platform focused on mm-hmm. Asian diasporas, like. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen one, and I don't think there was one, but for some reason, after this came together, there was right. a common platform where all of us can just, like, 
kind of be on the same be in one page yeah be in one group one place at one time sort of thing (laughs) yeah and it opened the door for like conversation starters and people started talking more about their asian upbringings which was really awesome because i think right living in a western country sometimes we feel like suppressed by Mm -hmm. like western ideals even though vancouver specifically we're centered we're like you know we're surrounded by so much yeah asian culture but even then like just still there's still like western ideals and like things like that but for some reason this place on the internet felt like a safe space (laughs) for everyone um despite all the negative things we said before like it just felt like wow finally this place is safe we can like talk about things and we can support each other and about Asian, just Asian things in general. Yeah. Yeah, it did definitely open the door for a lot of conversations. I Mm -hmm. definitely wasn't as in touch with my Filipino culture up until like a few years ago. Like Mm -hmm. I always, I felt like I had a grasp, but I never fully understood, you know, where my parents are from why they chose to come to Canada and certain Mm -hmm. issues that, you know, are kind of bigger at hand, like issues in the Philippines, even though I still am not fully aware of a lot of things. But, you know, I think that's the whole point is to, like, open the door to talk about these things. Because Mm -hmm. growing up, I was never taught about certain Filipino traditions and cultures. And so for there to be a space where people can talk about these things is amazing. Like, who would have thought a Facebook page can bring people from around the world um, together? And so, right. yeah, I can also imagine how this page must have been for people who didn't grow up around um, an Asian community and mm-hmm. growing up being, like, suppressed by Western ideals. Mm-hmm. It must have only, like, made them very comfortable with that, their identity and culture. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times we go through a identity crisis not just within ourselves but also within our culture so it's mm. it's comforting to know that there is a page and a space i hesitate on saying the word safe space <laughs> space True. out there for people yeah. um who grew up with a small asian population um, for sure for sure can resonate with other people and other experiences so it's definitely given a good sense of belonging and community as much um as we say it's very negative there is a mm-hmm. lot of good that has come out of it for i guess people in different experiences too for sure yeah so yeah kind of wrapping up um we want to talk about why you should care and why this topic matters so we think it's totally like okay to love bubble tea <laughs> eat hot pot you know stand k-pop talk about right. representation in hollywood um right. asian representation in hollywood all these things But we think the whole point of this is that it shouldn't stop there. You need to, like, keep learning, keep becoming aware of all the issues that are arising in our Asian community and think critically Mm -hmm. about it. Maybe take a step back from time to time and think about what can I do more to learn or what can I do more to help out with these issues. Yeah, I think this is a a bigger picture is your activism and where you choose to spend your time and your energy you know it's I see this all over Twitter too and how just because you're engaged in one topic but not the other doesn't make you any more or less of a person or and how this relates to specifically Asian topics if you 
choose to engage in one or not the other doesn't make you any any more or less asian Mm -hmm. and so you don't like have to know every single bad thing going on there's a lot of issues going around in the world not only do we have to kind of go through our own identity crisis there's also the issues that you know you can't control but you can be aware of Mm -hmm. i think that's the whole point of it too is to kind of just be aware of these issues and you can donate volunteer in silence Mm -hmm. is completely okay i think there's a lot of pressure nowadays to know every single bad thing that is going on and to be outspoken about it um i do think that is really important though to be outspoken about it but i don't know it's kind of like a a dilemma too because Mm -hmm. As I said, there's so many outspoken people out there. And if you don't say anything, then mm. you're not quote unquote aware yeah. or you're not like involved or engaged in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it also is just important that we don't limit ourselves to just being complacent. Mm-hmm. And it's just like finding your own way of dedicating your time to activism. And right. what I said earlier, if it's that if that's just through donating or volunteering or just mm-hmm being aware of these issues in the first place i think that's very important and while it is very easy to also like brush off topics that kind of don't affect you personally Mm -hmm. um as i keep saying it's important that you stay aware of issues for Mm -hmm. example like how the marginalized are being exploited in our home countries and sweatshops or specifically in canada um first nations and indigenous land issues uh there's just i guess it's easier to turn a blind eye when you aren't affected by it. But I think the most important part is just not being complacent and knowing where you can help and knowing that you can make a change. I think it's also easy for us to think that our individual self can't Mm -hmm. make a change, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you can make a change and it's important to realize that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think just to continue on with what you were saying, like, I think a lot of us feel pressured to post on social media too, all these issues and like things like that. And if you don't, then it's like, whoa, why are you staying silent during this time? Like, that's true. Are you not like, do you not care about what's happening? But like you were saying, like taking part looks different for different people, right? Like, like something that might look more like behind the scenes isn't, necessarily less than something that's more out there and like going to a protest not going to a protest or going to a protest doesn't make you more or less um Mm -hmm. aware of a topic too so whatever that looks like to you like don't feel pressured you guys to like do what people are doing um just do the best that you can and if that means just researching about it and being aware then so be it yeah exactly I think the smaller kind of action items mm-hmm. can be the most, like, the easiest way to kind of get involved, you know, doing your research, opening up the conversation between you and your friends, you know, mm-hmm. normalizing the conversation with maybe your parents and kind of right. just educating yourself on the topic, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to start. You don't sure. have to go all out and all of a sudden be outspoken and if you're not comfortable with it then there's no point you know just find your own way Mm -hmm. and yeah don't let it stop there so i think kind of to summarize Mm -hmm. the whole episode is Mm -hmm. to stray away from boba liberalism at all costs and boba is Mm -hmm. not a personality trait it is not Uh, (laughs) it's not i think also 
American politics are so interesting. And also when I learn these new like words, it's so easy to categorize people. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm putting this in the right way, but like it's easy to hop on these trends and right. these terms that are really important. Like I saw this one tweet that was like gas. I like, really like the popular terms like gaslight, gatekeeping, mm-hmm. right. girl boss, like all these like buzzwords. It's so like mm-hmm. easy to just like hop on them and like use them so often. And it's the same with like yeah. verbal liberalism, I think. True. Um, but like to kind of put it in more simpler terms, just be aware of things and try not to hop onto like certain trends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but American politics are really interesting. More interesting <laughs> than Canadian politics, but that's other, another episode. Um, and on the Subtle Asian Traits page, it can be toxic, can be mm-hmm. very redundant, but at the end of the day, it's still a relatable meme page. Um, <laughs> don't take everything so seriously on the internet, but you can probably learn a lot more from the groups that arose from it. So Yeah. I think we encourage you to maybe join the other groups if you're only in subtle Asian traits. I think expand your horizons and and see what's out there because maybe you will relate more to the more niche groups than the overall general group itself. The parent group, if you want (laughs) to call it that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So some things that you can do yourself, um, action items, is that to educate yourself on the topic, like we were saying before, and um understand what's right and what's wrong and the best thing you can do is keep trying keep learning stay aware be aware Mm -hmm. of the issues that are going on in the asian community and advocate and fight for change beyond quote-unquote boba and advocate and fight for change that you strongly are passionate about too i think that Mm -hmm. will speak more to you as a person I think sometimes we feel pressured to talk about things that other people are talking about. And True. although that is important, I think you'll find more value in, in speaking up for things that you really care about. Maybe that is a topic that hits home more for you. And mm-hmm. if that's kind of the route you want to take, then do it. We believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have said it any better. Took the Thank words you. right out of my <laughs> mouth. Um, yeah, that's kind of all we have for the topic today. We hope you guys learned, um, a new term today. If there's one thing you took from this, um, episode is that don't take everything on the internet so seriously, (laughs) but at the same time, go beyond Boba. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. So yeah, again, we'll link the articles that we mentioned or that we, um, referenced while researching uh, this topic in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hope you guys learned something new today. And thank you for listening to our first episode of season two. Yes. It's been a lot of fun. It's it's yeah. nice to be back into the back, back into the swing of it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. We're so excited to be back. And we have a lot of exciting topics ahead. So mm-hmm. keep with us and hopefully you'll learn a thing or two this season. Right. Yeah, and make sure to follow us on our Instagram and mm-hmm. stay engaged with us there. Send us any messages if you feel um, <laughs> this message has resonated or anything or yeah, any stories. Yeah, we'd love to um, like, spark a conversation with you if you reach right. out with us. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. with that, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.